0: business of sharing medical advice but we are in the business of connecting people and sharing our experiences with the hope of helping others information shared in this podcast represents the perspectives of the speakers and contributors it does not constitute medical advice and is not an official recommendation of the patient advisory council or Improved care now Welcome to the Impact Podcast by the Patient Advisory Council, aka the PAC, where we will be talking about inflammatory bowel disease, or IBD, to increase awareness and inclusivity while connecting with you, each other, and our guests. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Leela.
1: Um, my name is Hannah.
0: And today we'll be discussing um, J-Pouches.
1: Yes so my name is hannah and i'm gonna tell you a little bit about my diagnosis um so in 2020 i was diagnosed with uc and had a total colectomy um, that ended up with an ostomy and then three months later i had a j pouch
0: all right i'm leela and i was diagnosed my sophomore year of high school i don't remember what year that was but I'm a freshman in college now. Um, I'm diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. And yeah.
1: Leela, right. do you want to tell us a little bit about what a J pouch
0: is? Yeah, of course. So a J pouch is basically made through a surgical procedure where surgeons will take your intestine and they'll turn it into a pouch that kind of resembles a J in order to store stool. Um, and this is... this is. Um, can be really helpful. It can be a multiple-step process. You can have two, three procedures in order to lead up to this. Um, Most patients usually have at least two procedures um, where they live with an ostomy bag until they have their J-pouch at the end, but it really depends on your disease.
1: Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about why someone would get a J-pouch. If you have had Ulcerative colitis. Most patients who do have a J pouch have ulcerative colitis um, and have had a total colectomy where your whole colon was removed. This is when they would normally see if you are eligible for a J pouch surgery.
0: Yeah, this is usually a last resort type of treatment option since you can't really go back. <laughs> My experience was I was already hospitalized, I had been in the hospital for some IV steroids but those didn't seem to be working so doctors came in told me hey you kind of either have one more medication to try that might not work or you could get surgery for a j-pouch and obviously I got the j-pouch surgery.
1: (laughs) That actually the same thing happened to me so (laughs) it's crazy. (laughs) Um, so, Leela, how open are you with, about your like disease and having surgery?
0: Um, I'm pretty open, actually. I tell most people I meet. Uh, I Most of my friends, pretty much all my friends know it. Um, I mean, I'm part of an advocacy group, so I'd say I'm pretty comfortable with discussing my disease and discussing my surgery and my experience of what I've been through.
1: What about you? Yeah, I'd say about the same. I think if people are able to listen or want to hear about it, I am all about telling people. I feel like more education, the better, I feel
0: like. <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> Would you say you were kind of put off to having this surgery for a J pouch?
1: Um, I think I was a little bit hesitant at first just because I didn't know exactly what to expect um. Obviously, the doctors can tell you what happens, but they don't know what it feels like. So I was a little bit nervous going into it, but coming out of it, I think it was an amazing decision. What about you?
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I had kind of a whole mess with the surgery. I had some complications afterwards, which we can get into a little bit later. Um, But overall, my life has definitely been a lot better. I'm on less medications. I'm only on one medication that is barely any dosage. Like, yes, we love that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love that. That's great. That was great. So going off that, do you have any experiences or what are your experiences with some complications that you had after surgery?
0: Yeah, so I had the three-step procedure in order to get um, a J pouch, meaning I had an ostomy bag for about seven months, I'd say. And for the first two procedures, I suffered from what the surgeons thought was ileus where basically your intestine stops moving, stops contracting for whatever reason. Um, This usually happens in surgery because the more your intestine is handled, the higher the likelihood of suffering from ileus. Um, So that was not fun. I ended up having to get an NG tube, all that jazz. Uh, the first time I was ever hospitalized, so um, the first procedure that I had, I was in the hospital for maybe a total of a month, but afterwards, after all those complications and stuff, I came out strong, and by the time my third surgery came around, the doctors and surgeons all knew that I had a history of complications, so they they did whatever they could to help me, and that worked out.
1: That's wonderful. I mean, not the complications, but that's good that they were there to
0: help. <laughs> Yeah, Definitely. What about you?
1: Um, So I had no complications during surgery, but afterwards I got something called pouchitis, which basically when bacteria gets into your pouch and it um, basically your pouch just becomes very inflamed. And so that was very rough for me. I didn't have an appetite. I was losing lots of weight and I just it wasn't a good time I was very tired so I went to see my doctor and they put me on some meds and I was healed within two weeks which was great um but I know they told me of course ask your doctor before you do this but they told me to go on like um multivitamins and probiotics just to try to help with that a little bit which of course I do take every day now so that way it doesn't come back because I don't want that experience again but um it, I think, even with that, it was totally worth getting the surgery.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Do you suggest getting surgery, like rest, last resort, if someone were to come up to you and ask you, "Do you think I should get surgery?" How would you answer that?
1: I would say a hundred percent yes. I think it's different for everybody, obviously, because we have very different stories. But I think overall, a hundred percent. I think it's great. <laughs> What about you?
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Definitely. Um, <laughs> of course, talk to your doctor, providers, mm-hmm. parents, friends, because um, of course you can't go back on this. It's a pretty big decision, but ultimately it's given me a better life. It sounds like it's given you a better life, if I can say that. And yeah, I definitely think that it was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah.
1: Um, What is one thing you wish other people would know about the surgery?
0: I feel like, hmm, that's a good question. (laughs) I think this could be said about the disease overall, but ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, IBD in general is an invisible disease. Um, So while you may look completely healthy on the outside, on the inside, you could not be healthy. You could be having the worst flare of your life. So with surgery, Obviously, I've had to change my lifestyle a little bit. I have to be careful what I eat, um, how I live life, frequency of going to the bathroom. And I think people will sometimes forget that. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: they're kind of like, oh, why isn't Leela doing this? Why isn't she doing that? So they could get a little judgmental at times. But I think that's where it's really helpful to be open with the people around you. Um, I found that that helps me um, get through this and kind of Now, all my friends now, like, they watch out for me. It's so funny. They're like, Leela, should you really be eating that? They'll all ask me, ask me how I'm doing, if I've had any symptoms. It's so fun. But yeah, I definitely, I'd say the whole invisible disease part has been my main struggle. What about you?
1: I 100% agree with you. And I couldn't have said it any better. So that was great. That was just amazing. But yeah, I think it's rough, especially because you can't see what's going on especially. So it's um, rough to kind of maybe put on a smile and feel like you're fine. But when on the inside, like you said, it's not always great. So I think it's good to always have a support system around you who you can open up to and talk to about those kinds of things.
0: Definitely, definitely support system. Yes, that's yeah. a great thing to touch upon. I definitely think Having my parents, my family around has really helped me with recovering.
1: Oh, yes. Um,
0: what is the day of the life of someone with a J-pouch? How would you say you go about your day?
1: Okay, let's see. So before I was diagnosed, I'd feel like my day was pretty consistent. It wasn't very many bathroom trips. It was pretty good. Um, and I'd say when I was diagnosed it started getting kind of rocky and there'd be a lot more bathroom trips in a day I'd be more tired of all the symptoms right um and I think once I got the J pouch it started to go back to being consistent like before and I was going to the bathroom less um I'd say I'd get more sleep honestly which was really nice um but I was able to do more activities. I didn't have to skip out on like, say you're going to like a trip um, for a little bit, and you're worried about like, uh, if you're gonna have a flare or not. I think it's easier, at least for me with a J pouch, um, say I can worry about it, but I'm not as
0: worried about it anymore.
1: <laughs> and I don't have as yeah. much of an effect this time. So I think that's good. What about you?
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I'd say, yeah, same experience. Um, I definitely, frequency-wise, of going to the bathroom has decreased a lot. I used to go to the bathroom um, for stool maybe 20 times a day. It was really bad. But, but now I go, which is normal for someone with a pouch about five to six times a day um which is really great like you said sleep wise I can sleep through the entire night and be completely yeah. fine which I say I am loving Um uh, yes, it was terrible too. having to wake up in the middle of the night yes <laughs> um but yeah I kind of have picked up on a little routine I know when I have to go to the bathroom um I'm on a little system it's funny yes but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I> love that <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: for real yes Um, So going off of that a little bit, when we were talking about how our experience was when we were diagnosed, how would you say your experience was with an ostomy?
0: Oh, that's a little, that's a hard question. So as I mentioned, I had complications after two of my procedures, so two of my three procedures. Um, So of course I had a little rocky start to my ostomy bag um definitely going through ileus was not fun especially after abdominal surgery vomiting after having abdominal surgery is oh, not no. fun
1: it's not fun.
0: yeah <laughs> not at all don't recommend but hey you get past that overcome adapt all that um and my ostomy bag honestly I kind of liked it like really? you wouldn't be on the bathroom for as long you just empty and go it was kind of convenient I will say it was kind of a little difficult because one time I was sleeping and I didn't wake up and my bag popped. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Don't recommend. My poor parents had to clean that up. I love them so much. Right. But yeah, other than those small little bumps in the road, mm-hmm. overall, my ostomy experience was not bad at all. I was able to um, run cross country again. I started training with my soccer team again. So yeah, I would say overall, look at the bigger picture of things. It went well. What about you?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. There was some bumps in the roads here and there that basically the same thing happened to me. But um, overall, it was, it was pretty good. It was nice not having to go to the bathroom, like sit down and do all that stuff. But I think... I would still prefer to have a J pouch, not,
0: not going to lie. Oh, definitely. Okay, I don't, this is a weird question. There's something so satisfying about going to the bathroom. Like, I feel like people don't understand that. No, literally. Like, just the little things in life, you know? Yeah,
1: I was talking to my mom about this. I'm like, people take for granted, like literal, like you hear people say, like people take for granted the little things. But, like, honestly, it's like,
0: <laughs> who thought? <that? laughs> <laughs> just yeah, I, I just had to bring that up. I thought it was fascinating. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, okay, I have another kind of weird question. What was something that your doctor told you to expect versus what like actually happened or something like something that they told you? <gasps> That's a good question.
0: Making me think. Um let's see, I honestly, my doctor was right about lots of things. <laughs> I don't know what I can't name anything. But there was nothing that came as a surprise, which I say, lots of other patients can't um, say the same thing. So thankfully, I was prepared for pretty much everything. Good. Um, backtracking back to our just our discussion about the satisfying nature of going to the bathroom, I will say they warned me about having to go to the bathroom with an ostby bag, which obviously that doesn't work because the pipes aren't connected. But they mentioned like, yeah, you might have to go to the bathroom. Obviously, nothing will come out. But no, they did not tell me how bad that would be. It was just like, you need to go, but you can't. So it was, it was the weirdest feeling ever. It I didn't enjoy that. But yeah. yeah, what about you? <laughs> i
1: I definitely agree with that. I think there's some experiences that only patients know about, kind of. I mean, the doctors obviously know, but they don't understand it fully. So there's times when I think a patient perspective is a lot better than a doctor's perspective. Um, but I think that's just me. but
0: definitely agree. Could not agree more.
1: <laughs> um, if I may ask, are you
0: in <laughs> my Sorry. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not. Um, yeah, so sad, but I'm definitely in a lot better place than I was before surgery. Like I can live my life pretty much normally now. Unfortunately, I'm still having some symptoms here and there. Um, I just went, let's see, what's my new record? eight weeks and three days without any symptoms unfortunately yesterday that didn't happen but hey you got to look at the brighter side of things in life so yeah what about you
1: um as of right now yes but I don't know there's a lot of stress with school coming up so we will see if we hopefully make it through that
0: definitely what are some ways that you relieve stress
1: uh, okay let's see I try to drink lots of water um that is something that has definitely helped me especially because you can get dehydrated pretty quickly without a colon. um so that's a big one um let's see I like to run I know a lot of people are like I don't like <laughs> but honestly I think it's fun so that's that's my main two things what about you
0: um I need to really work on my my relaxation and stuff, my stress-relieving strategies. Oh my I'd God. say probably talking to people, talking to my parents, oh, yes. my friends, just talking things out, letting everything go really helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um listening to music, stuff like that, just yes. hanging out with friends. I definitely drinking water. That's a big thing. I find that when I'm stressed and stuff, I don't really drink enough water. But I think a helpful tip for that, just get a bigger water bottle honestly, so you don't yeah. have to go fill it up. Kind of first world problems, but just get a bigger water bottle, less okay. trips to go filling it up. Um, <laughs> I think that brings up a good question. How do you deal with, if I can ask, just um, consistency of stools? I know that's a question when mm-hmm. I talk to patients who are thinking about surgery that they have.
1: Um, so with the j pouch for me personally, i found that stool um can kind of change consistencies kind of quickly so I've found that um fiber supplements are helpful and of course act your, ask your doctors before you do any of this and same with that probiotic tends to help um and again drinking lots of water is my main
0: my main things what about you do you have any um I would say okay cheese if I find that I have looser stool, just eating like one of those string mozzarella sticks, oh, yeah. that helps a lot. Um, of course, drink water. You have to be hydrated. So if you don't have a colon, your colon is responsible for getting lots of that hydration. Um, you got to make up for it. So I'd say drink your water. You have to make sure you get your electrolytes in. So I try to drink well, I do drink a Gatorade a day, just that Ooh. sugar-free Gatorade. When I feel like my stool is getting looser or something, I'll cut back on sugars. Unfortunately, sugars and fried food are the the root of all of my problems. So yeah. sad. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I totally root that going into food a little bit. I think sugar is definitely a big problem, which is kind of hard for me honestly because I'm a big like sweet kind of person but like (laughs) it's it's rough but we get there we we work on it
0: (laughs) exactly you just have to find alternatives I think that's a really Um, big thing about this disease in general you have to find a way around it you know I I'm the type of person I'm young I'm 18 years old and I don't want to have to live my life in caution obviously I do so I try to find ways to live life Mm -hmm. but carefully i don't really know so for example like searching up recipes um modifying recipes a bit say you want chocolate uh look up a diy chocolate at home that has less sugar or something like that i found that really helps me i'm kind of depressed sometimes you know um not being able to enjoy life like other people but hey you just gotta find a way around it don't let this stop you
1: i like it yes (laughs) Is there any foods that like you have completely stayed away from?
0: Yes, with my history of ileus, I'm scared of blockages. I cannot. No, no, no. So I stay away from corn for obvious reasons. Does Mm -hmm. not digest and popcorn. No. Um, I'd say maybe like seeds and stuff like that. Mm Mushrooms stuff that's hard to digest. I try to not eat many raw vegetables, stuff like that. If I do, I chew it really well. What about you?
1: I'd say, let's see, there carrots are a big one for me. I used to love carrots mm. and now I like don't eat them at all because I don't want to yeah. blockage. I don't want to don't want to risk it.
0: Um don't blame you. <laughs>
1: um I've had a problem with grapes before which like kind of blew my mind because I thought that those would be fine. But don't recommend. I
0: stay that. away from grapes actually. Now that I think about yeah, it,
1: I I don't know what happened, but it just did not work. Um, and then let's see. There's some like melons. If I don't chew it well enough, I'm kind of like, maybe not. Probably not the best mm-hmm. idea. <laughs> but yeah. Well, there's other foods out there that I've found alternatives for, so it
0: works out. Exactly. It's all about the alternatives. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so how do people react when you tell them that you don't have a colon?
1: Okay, so this is kind of funny, not gonna lie. I um actually, I love to talk about it freely, like I said earlier. So my siblings think it's kind of crazy. Obviously, my support <laughs> system all knew what was going on when everything was happening. So they were all kind of freaking out I wouldn't say freaking out but like worried for me I think um and once they figured out that I was laughing about it more I feel like they kind of relaxed about it um but for the holidays this year um one of my relatives got me a how I broke up with my colon book and oh my god so funny so we make and I also have like a colon keychain so we have we make like little jokes here and there so it's actually pretty pretty funny what about you
0: I love that. Oh, my God. Um, People are pretty mind blown. They're like, you can live without a colon? Like, what the heck is that? Um, yeah, pretty much everyone makes jokes with me within reason, you know, like, I, like I said, I'm pretty open. I'm very open, actually. So I kind of when I bring it up, I do it in a light hard manner, because I've noticed that how you tell people things is how they will react. So if you tell them in like a kind of funny way or a more lighthearted way, obviously it's a serious topic, but they won't be as like, oh, my God, there's something wrong with that girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so like, like I said earlier, my friends, like my sweetmates and roommates, we all make jokes and stuff. I like to use it as excuses. Like I'm chronically ill. I can't do that. <laughs> um I think it's kind of fun it's always of course in a light-hearted manner we're all joking around so yeah <laughs> yeah but it's nice to do in cases like two truths and a lie
1: oh yes oh my gosh I didn't even think about that that's
0: great yes people Bye. they get mind blown <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I bet. oh my gosh
0: yes <laughs>
1: my sister when I first got my colon out she was like um Every, every joke that I made she would be like well at least I have a colon and I'm like what okay oh my god <laughs> it was funny but after like a hundred times I was
0: like okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very funny you know, I love you? that <laughs> <laughs> so what's one thing that people should expect when waking up from j surgery
1: Okay. So I would say one thing is I was very tired for a couple of days. Um, that was a big thing. I would say, I don't know about you, but they made me start walking kind of early mm. rather than the ostomy surgery. Um, so that, it took me a couple minutes to get you still walking and as you know it's kind of like what is going on but um we went through that but I remember when I first woke up from the surgery I actually I started crying because I was so oh. happy <laughs> I was Like, oh my gosh I'm done with the ostomy bag I was so happy and I felt like I was basically like starting a new chapter because I was quote-unquote done with even though I'm not I was kind of done <laughs> with that section of the hospital life, which I felt like was good. What about you?
0: Oh, definitely. Um, I can't really say the same. I didn't cry like that. <laughs> I'm more, okay, I feel, hmm, I didn't have an experience like that. When I woke up from having my ostomy bag removed, I kind of, I was in a lot of pain Because obviously there's, um, for people who don't know, when you have an ostomy bag, you have your stoma, which is your small intestine poking out of your abdomen. Um, And when they remove your ostomy bag and they make the J pouch, you can't stitch up the hole. You have to live with the hole and they, they cut it in a way. So it closes up after, I think mine closed up in maybe like a month or two, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So obviously you wake up with this like gaping hole in your Stomach, and that wasn't much fun for me. I was kind of in a lot of pain. um Oh, complication. I am not good with anesthesia. I have a hard time coming out of it. So I went a little bit into oxygen depression, but no worries. We're at a hospital. Good. They, good. Everything was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Be prepared for walking. I, you just, yeah. they're going to force you to walk. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and- it kind of sucks in the mornings.
1: Oh, yeah. That was rough. I think they, they were just like go for it and i'm like i,
0: <laughs> I was like Yo. yeah exactly
1: <laughs> um <laughs> but another thing was like i don't know if you had this but like tubes i know that like at least my doctor told me we would have like obviously ivs um and then like sometimes there's an ng tube and then i also had like multiple drains did you have those
0: i did have one drain um i had oh my god what's it called an epidural I had an epidural IV oh, obviously yeah. sorry were you
1: awake for that one
0: so I was awake for the first two surgeries I was asleep when they put it in okay. but for the third one for whatever reason they're like yeah it's safer if you're awake so that was an experience it honestly was not bad at all yeah um good. have you had it before they, like awake?
1: they did it while I was asleep which was good because I I kind of started to freak out when they told me and they're like it's not my bad you'll be good and then they're like you're fine you're gonna be asleep or you're gonna be like kind of a little bit out of it when we do it so was it kind of like okay. that?
0: <laughs> so no for the third surgery i don't know they just decided to switch it up they're like yeah it's a lot, lot safer i'm like oh okay so they took me like to this other room i absolutely loved my anesthesiologist he was amazing um he was kind of like holding my hand while the guy did it. Um, they give you, obviously, they give you drugs and stuff. Um, so you're out of it. I remember him telling me, um, you're not going to remember any of this when you wake up. It was so oh, funny. Yeah. And now I think about it. For some reason, I want to say we were talking about skiing. no idea absolutely no idea but it was completely fine don't be worried if you have to get an epidural while awake they give you stuff you're good that's good
1: that's that's not a bad experience so that's
0: good yeah it was not bad at all it's just like the initial fear of there's a needle going into my back while I'm awake into my spine Yeah, once you get past that exactly
1: yeah yeah I remember I think I, like, they gave me, like, relaxing meds or whatever, right, before you get wheeled back there. And then before they, like, put, like, the actual anesthetic mask or what I don't know what it's called you know what I'm talking about
0: mm-hmm. um I think um, I don't know mine was through IV but they put like the oxygen mask yeah on.
1: I don't know what that's called <laughs> but there was I know what you're talking about, about. <laughs> yeah but I was looking around and I'm like there's so many like things around me and I was so out of it but I can remember that part clearly I was like I wonder what that does and then like two seconds later I was asleep so
0: <laughs> I don't yeah. know what <laughs> <actually> <but laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love that
1: um on that note thank you leela for uh coming on the impact podcast with us
0: Um, yeah of course that was so much fun (laughs)
1: um once again guys make sure that you check with your doctors before you do anything such as take meds or whatever that we talked about in this podcast um ask your doctors if you have any more questions about the j pouch Um, reach out to the pack um, if you have any other questions Um, thank you guys for listening today thank you leela for coming on
0: of course anytime i hope everyone has
1: an amazing life (laughs) yeah you too all right bye guys
0: bye if this content resonates with you we encourage listeners to learn more about improved care now and the PAC at improvecarenow.org where you can sign up to join the PAC, the parent working group, and join our circle.